millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Like an old workhorse, we are trudging our way through the Fantastic Four films. We may be at the pinnacle, I guess. I think we are. And then after this, we're off to the glue factory. <laughs> and thank God, right. quite frankly. Absolute relief. Yeah, so if you could leave a like that for our for the hooves that we'd be giving up, that'd That's be right, terrific. Yes. Uh, because we, of course, are talking Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer from 2007. Mm, I'd probably call it the drudgery of the Silver Surfer. Yes. Not because the movie itself was drudgery, but it seems like he's not enjoying his job, you know, really? There's not a lot of rising of the Silver Surfer. No. It's more like, oh, here we go, oh, clocking in and off, this, to, off to find a new planet for Galactus to eat. Yeah, you're absolutely not wrong. Eat, consume. Put his, here's, here's put the his num- big smoke Here's hands the number one problem with this movie. Yep, I enjoy like I enjoy this one the most of all the Fantastic Four movies that have come out so far. Sure. And it's weird that in this movie that I feel finally kind of sticks the landing in terms of owning how silly it is and kind of having a bit of fun with it. They sort of finally nail down the characterizations. Yeah, they didn't go the extra mile and make the villain Galactus a big purple man with a big pointy helmet. And he's like, you're all doomed. Right? And people are like, who's this big guy? Right? What's he up to? That'd be fun. Yeah. But they didn't. They were just like, they were in the tradition of movies of this era, they're just like, just make him a cloud. Big cloud, that's what we do now. Initially, you even, when you see the, the first appearance of Galactus, yeah. his shadow moves across Saturn, I think. Yeah. And you see what would be the pointy helmet of Galactus, yeah. and then it's just a cloud. Yeah, pretty good, right? Lame. Yeah. So lame. So, yeah, that's how I remember this movie. It's just the one where Galactus is a cloud. Yes. It massively lets down this 
okay movie. Let's talk I think about it's pretty solid. But I we'll, think we'll it's get fine. Into it. All right. The thing is, at the time, I remember, and we talked about this last week. I remember liking it much more than the previous film. And you're wondering if it's Stockholm syndrome somehow. Yes, that's right. But there's still so much to hate. But okay, I do want to talk about some good additions to the law. Yes. Fantastic car is mostly accurate to what that is <laughs> in some incarnations. What I enjoyed about that is that we Reed Richards has been working on his his secret, you know, a little secret, uh, little secret ride sure. for everybody. And then it arrives, and Johnny Storm's like, "Oh my god, that's amazing! Really? Because it looks dumb. It looks like a big bathtub. Is yeah, what it, is what it looks what like. It, that's what a bunch looks- of bathtubs like welded together. But that is what it looks like. In no, the I comics. know. That's, yeah. you know, I mean, it's accurate. Yeah, but I'm just questioning." Johnny Storm. <laughs> I think it was like, the brand on it though. Oh, because it was, was really a Dodge. Yeah. He had a, he had a, he's got, it's got a How Dodge engine. Dodge, in it. Why are they flying coach and he's building Dodge flying car prototypes? Right. How did those two things mesh together? I don't know. Yeah. But all I'm saying is Johnny Storm's like, that's radical. And like, what did you expect him to say? That's lame because it looks lame. <laughs> and Johnny, he's not impressed by anything. But he's impressed by a bunch of bathtubs, really? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, you might be right there, yeah. The other thing I like about this, Sue Storm's not good in this, I will say. And we'll talk about more the performance at the end. Like, she's written poorly. I think Jessica yeah, right. Alba is just doing what she's supposed to do. Right, right. Because right. she's, she's all like, I can't, why can't I get married? <laughs> right, right. Shut up. So, but there is a moment where she says to Dr. Doom, hey, I can create a force field inside someone's body and explode them if I want to. I'm like, wow, that's dark. Yeah, right. Uh We don't don't obviously see it in this movie. Yeah. But I think that's a good addition. And then, you know, at one point, uh, she spies uh, Mr. Fantastic on Mm. his bachelor party. You know, he's at a nightclub and he's dancing with some beautiful ladies and she gets real mad at him. And then she says, but it's okay because you don't know what I got up to to at my bachelorette party. And I'm like, did she murder a guy? Did her and all her friends, like, get together and murder a guy? Is that the dark secret? (laughs) Yes. The the darkest within her. She was like, hey, gals, check this out. She put a force field in somebody's brain and burst him. And she just made it all invisible. And she's just holding that thought, keeping that guy invisible so no one ever finds him. Terrific. I also. I don't know if their marriage is going to work out if she's so mad at him for having a dance on his bachelor party. Yeah, but it's the it's the whole situation that he's in, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, he's showing off. He's being a big goose. Oh, but he, it's his last, his bloody last night but before you, the bloody ball and shade him, all right? But she wasn't really that mad at him. Like, like that yeah. wasn't an ongoing plot point that no, you dance true, at your yeah. party. It was just uh-huh. like, uh, what are you doing, idiot? Yeah, right. Because uh-huh. he is an idiot. You're wearing a sweater vest. You're not yeah. cool. <laughs> no, that's right. I guess he's also worked out how to make all of his clothes stretch, but whatever. I also think the Silver Surfer is yes. great. Mm-hmm. The flying in at the start is really ominous. How the pyramids are covered in snow and whatever. They mocapped Doug Jones, voice of Lawrence Fishburne. I think it works really well. Doug Jones is the voice of Lawrence Fishburne, is what you're saying? That's exactly. Famously, what I'm saying. He, he's yeah. always provided the voice of Lawrence Fishburne, <laughs> uh, the famously mute actor. Correct. So Doug Jones, of course, famous for Shape of Water, the current series of Star Trek. Abe Sapien. Abe Sapien. He's done a. I, I know. Look, he's in other things, and I know <laughs> I didn't name them all but you don't need to yell at us about it. Well, I'll be quiet then. (laughs) So I also think Johnny chasing him through the streets of the city is great. Mm -hmm. And I love that effect, how he morphs through the board. Yeah, I think that's quite cool. Mm. I know it's still kind of a 2007 silvery effect and it's not great from that Mm -hmm. respect, I guess. You know what my favourite power of his is? Mm. Because obviously he's got morph through the board, he's got fly about, he's got affect people's molecules. He'll shoot a thing? He's got a vague sort of cosmic last kind of thing but my favourite power of him is like his his storytelling abs Because at one point he's yeah. he's he's been tied up by the government. They've, they've caught yeah. him, and they're like, "We're going to get some secrets out of you." But then the invisible woman shows up and asks to hear his story, and he ha- and he tells it through. Peek into my abs. Peek into my abs, and I've got a story for you. Yeah, 
and oh, it's just the start of the movie that he's showing in his yeah, abs. Yeah, yeah, kind of is. So I guess that's a power independent of his Silver Surfer powers. That's oh, a power like, of his race. Because he doesn't have the board at the, that point. The natives of the planet Zenlal can, yeah. can tell stories through their abs, maybe. <laughs> maybe, and that's, you know, that's your incentive to get fit because the... The tougher your abs, the more elaborate stories you can tell. Absolutely. Or maybe it's the fattest members of the of the race who can tell the best stories. Oh my goodness, widescreen. Right? Yes, perfect. He's just four three, yes. like a real lame one. <laughs> I also think that Johnny Storm's characterization is good in this because he learns a lesson. Mm. He's kind of unbearable in these movies up to the point where he starts learning a lesson, and then at the end, which is actually changed because originally it was Reed's idea for him to take on all the powers, but he takes on all the powers of the Fantastic Four, and like the Super Skrull, which is a popular Fantastic Popular, it's a known Fantastic Four villain, would you say? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, he beats up Doctor Doom, which yes. I really quite uh-huh. enjoy. So this movie, uh, one basically the finale of this movie, they're like, why don't we just use the same finale as the previous one, where we're all the, the, the Fantastic Four use all their powers in unison. And but, but what do you do at the end of a Fantastic Four movie? Some people this- use their powers and some people just kick back. That's what I'm <laughs> suggesting. That's right. Yeah. You might think that I hadn't thought this through, <laughs> but I had. And my plan, the successful, perfect ending to a Fantastic Four movie is some of them use their powers and some of them leave. They go on holiday or something. I think using force fields and invisibility, you could get it done. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And if it's a punching thing, you get Ben Grimm. It's fine. Yeah, there is a moment in this where the Invisible Woman is the, she meets the Silver Surfer for the first time, yeah. and it's moments before she has to push the button, which is mm. going to activate the field that cancels out his powers and what have you. Sure. She's right on the cusp of doing it, but she can't quite get to it. And I'm like, just, just hit it with a force field. <laughs> yeah. just, that's that's you, what you, you do. You can do that. He wouldn't even see it's you your do whole it. Thing, yeah, right. Doesn't you, you, have to, you could blame somebody else for it? Doesn't you have to assemble it a little bit though? Nah, just poke at it. I think she had to assemble some stuff. Well, she, she could do that. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Does In this it? movie, she can also look through walls. She can make invisible. Yeah, okay. it's called a window. Oh, she can. She also has some. Yeah, she also has some some glazier. She has a certificate three in uh, in in being yeah. a glazier. Yes, absolutely. So there's a moment in this also which the director was worried about putting in Tim's story, his back, where Ben Grimm becomes human again briefly. And he's like, uh-huh. yeah, I've got cool flame powers. And Johnny Storm's like, come on, I'm a rock man. Come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're like, is that sad for Ben Grimm to, to just get his human form back and then they take it away from him? But also... And he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. But that makes sense to me, though, because in the last movie they built a machine and he made that choice. And if he didn't want to do it anymore, just build the machine again. Right? It would have been fine. Sure. So I don't think that's really a debate you no. need to have. He's like, actually, I prefer being a horrifying rock monster. And my girlfriend really digs it. Yeah. Mm. Weird rock dick. That's probably part of it, yeah. yeah. It's in the extended. That's, this is this for the extended. <laughs> okay, right, right, right. Yeah. You know what I enjoyed? This this movie starts with uh, there's a, a wedding's going to take place. Yeah. Uh, finally, the wedding between uh, Reed, and, uh, Reed Richards and Sue Storm. They're finally going to tie the knot. And there's just a lot of kind of just a just a lot of home truths being told. Like, oh my goodness. Al- Alicia Ben Grimm's girlfriend is just like, you suck, Johnny Storm, <laughs> and everyone hates you. <laughs> You got a bad attitude. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> you know. What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be me. Johnny Storm's going to be Johnny Storm. <laughs> bad stuff. Here we go. Johnny Storm's date mentions that, how, how do you date the human torch? And she's like, fireproof lingerie and a lot of aloe vera. So he's just burning women. Just burning just women burning in the women. bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the Reed Richard stretching effect has never been good. No. And they have certainly not perfected it here. And it is not highlighted 
any worse than in that horrible dance sequence. Oh, yeah. I mean, the yeah. dance sequence is horrible. Uh-huh. And the way he's really into it. I found that, that was, that. Would, look, I again, overall, I kind of like this movie, but that was very cringy. I had to move, go to another room and come back while I was but watching that. But is that the point? And that's point. what I did in the cinema as well. <laughs> I left and watched something else from whatever year this came 2007. out. 2007. I watched... You played Time Crisis I in the foyer. I played Time Crisis in the foyer, that's right. <laughs> But also, he's kind of a cringy scientist guy, yeah, so maybe right. it works. Maybe it's a Spider-Man 3 situation. Exactly. Where what he thinks a cool guy would do in this situation. Yes, I don't exactly. Know. Also, he never really does anything beyond... Like, your comic book Reed Richards can become like a like a huge... Like a like a block. Like a big block or something. <laughs> yeah. Or like, he can become... He can disguise like, himself. Disguise himself. He can become, you know, like, thin as a bloody, bloody strand of hair or something. Yeah. You know, this guy never... He's just using palm pilots with these weird rubbery thumbs. Right, exactly. That's cool, though, I guess. So why in these movies are they always having weird, naked public hijinks? I mean, obviously it's because Jessica Alba, you know, you get her in her underwear. Like, I I understand that, but it's always weird, baffling public displays of lunacy <laughs> that everybody's just witnessing. And uh-huh. I don't know why they get really sponsorship deals or they're respected because at all. Because of the naked lunacy. <laughs> That's why. That's I, a, don't get I bet it. they have like I bet they have like team meetings every week and they're like, can we do some more naked lunacy? Because yeah. we get this is where we we're get masters the big bucks. of marketing, we're right. viral marketing. Yes. What are we on in two thousand and seven? Friendster. We're loving Friendster. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I don't know. It's just Pop 8, more like Fantastic Four. Oh my goodness. Mm. Very good. Also, again, I like the Silver Surfer, but I also loved the revelation that at the end he goes, I'm going to sacrifice myself to destroy Galactus. And he does it or whatever. Spoiler alert, he's alive. Who gives a shit? There are sequels to this that never got made. We'll talk about it. But that means that he could have done that at any point in his career of destroying multiple civilizations. Mm -hmm. But he's like, I just wanted to save my planet. You still could have saved your planet and sacrificed yourself and saved billions, trillions of lives. Mm-hmm. But not you meet a nice woman and you go, I'll tell a story through abs and then I'll reminds do the me, right thing. Reminds me of my gal back home. But the original version of the Silver Surfer had no memory of his past. They should have probably left probably it that, that, right? Probably done that version, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe they give him his memory back and he decides to... Perfect. I don't know. Yeah. Why am I fixing this movie from fucking 13 years ago? Nobody cares. Exactly, because that's Ben's job. <laughs> Hey Ben, we need uh, we need a really competent edit of this film. We'll link it below when you've done. That's right. We need you to fix this. Special effects included, please. That's right. yeah. More naked hijinks, if you wouldn't mind. That's what gets the clicks. You know it. So there's a, a Doctor Doom. What do you think? The, my my main concern with Doctor Doom is that he gains the ability to do some vague cosmic stuff. But I mean, he could all he was already like he's pretty formidable, wasn't he? Very formidable. He can shoot lightning. What more do you want, Doctor Doom? Surfboard. Surf's up. You wanted to yell, surf's up, and he never got the chance. It's his one regret. That's true. Did he go to jail? No, he sunk to the bottom of the ocean. Is he dead? Doesn't matter. (laughs) Doesn't matter. But I mean, the ultimate ultimate fate Mm. in some water. Yeah, that's right. No one's ever survived that in comic books. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, it all ends with a weird Japanese wedding for no reason. That's Um, right. I didn't. I liked it much less than when I first saw it, but it is better than the previous one. Yeah, right. But bad also. I kind of liked it more this time around. Okay. Maybe it's the weird Japanese wedding at the end. It might be that. Might be your isolation. Yep. (laughs) Might be my eyesight. (laughs) Could be all of these things combined Mm. like a fantastic four. Might be my general mental degradation. All of these things combined. Yes, that's right. So I have a trivia. Trivia time every time. Never stop. Here we go. Trivia time. 
our famous segment. That's right. right. Uh, Jessica Alba, upon receiving criticism about her performance in the film, said that the director, Tim Story, told her, it looks too real. It looks too painful. Can you be prettier when you cry? Cry pretty, Jessica. Don't do that thing with your face. Just make it flat. We can CGI the tears in. Wow. So, yeah. I don't remember her crying at all. Yeah, really. she's like, my wedding. Uh, okay, right, 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 right. There was a surfboard, I guess man. I tune that out whenever I see a woman crying. I'm just like, nope, not happening. <laughs> or maybe you didn't notice because of the bad acting, basically. Maybe that's also maybe, true, yeah. Maybe they didn't put in the CGI tears. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But Ben will. That's right. Just oceans of CGI tears. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, Nick Fury was going to be in this film, but he was written out of the script and replaced with General Hager, Captain Holt. But who cares because that guy explodes at the end. He really does, doesn't he? Yeah. Again, I feel like Doctor Doom's lightning would have done just as good a job. Agreed. Yeah. He's lightning dudes all day. That suit doesn't look bad, though. I liked it. The, the Doctor Doom suit. suit, yeah. It's about as good as... I, th- I think the, they got the cloak a bit better. In this yeah, one. probably, yeah. Yeah. Must be hard to see out of that Should have been more green, though. I agree. That's mm. where it's at. Yeah. Is that not where it's at? Nice forest green. I agree. Very that's nice. That's where it's at. Yeah. Also, Stanley cameos as himself. Yes, that's Which right. might be the only time in a Marvel film, don't at me, because sometimes his <laughs> characters are unnamed. Yes. Don't at me. That's right. No, actually, Captain Marvel. That's right. He's yeah. on the bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't at me. Unless that is a character who lost the role of Stanley to the real Stanley in the movie Mallrats. It's entirely possible. That guy got. You know how some people go to a mo- like an actors mm. go to an audition. They're like a scientist. So they dress in like a lab coat. And oh yeah. This guy like he grew a mustache and he like grayed out his hair and he put on some aviators to be Stan Lee. Get surgery. Didn't get the role. Oh, no. Very sad for him. Well, it's probably best they did give it to Stan Lee. <laughs> I think so too, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was born for that role in many ways. <laughs> I absolutely agree, yeah. Do you want to hear about the sequel? Yes. Because I know you do. Fall of the Silver Surfer. Oh, lis- listeners. Stumble of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> Silver Surfer, help, I'm trapped in space. Silver Surfer, I'm off to do my laundry. <laughs> I'll wait, I don't have any clothes. Silver Surfer. Surf's up, baby. Just watching Abs TV. <laughs> Just leaning over, look at his own abs. <laughs> so, all the cast signed on for three films. That includes Julian McMahon's Doctor Doom. So if you're mm. wondering, was he going to get out of that water? Yes. Just probably get it, swim up. Use his electricity to get Use out of it. electricity powers, yeah. <laughs> to, to electricity. Make friends with some electric eels. Yeah. Now they swim into safety. Jamie Foxx did. Yep. Jessica Alba wanted uh, to have Franklin Richards appear in number three. Ah, The Sun. That feels like the natural progression of these films, right? Yeah, I think so. First movie, they get together again. Second movie, Japanese Wedding. Third movie, Franklin Richards. Mm. What would they have done with him, though? Because he's an amazing cosmic character who can do pretty much anything. Probably a boy who's good at, I don't know, chess or whatever the fuck they do in these kind of movies. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, when is he going to get his powers? I hope he'd be annoying. Mm. That's, That's good, right? Me too. Yeah? Uh, Tim Story said he would have liked to have Jimon Honsu as Black Panther. Oh, just add to his bloody resume of being in the Marvel and DC Universe in various Absolutely. smallish roles. I think that would have been a terrific addition. Also, you could have done the Black Panther origin story, which is linked to that of the Fantastic That's Four. That's right, and he's dumb. And he's dumb. We've got a video on it, I think, don't yep, we? Yeah, we do. Uh, Dom Payne, who was the co-writer on this, stated that he always loved the Inhumans, probably not now because of that terrible show, uh, the Skrulls, the Puppet Master, Annihilus, and the Negative Zone. So maybe there were some things he would like to incorporate. Just maybe do all of those in one. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. But of course, uh, plans for this third instalment after the box office results of this. Oh, really? Yeah, not great. They were out the window as well as a Silver Surfer solo film. So there you go. And then, of course, it was eventually rebooted in 2015 because they had to. Otherwise, they would lose. (laughs) 
the rights to the film, which was why the first one was made and why all of these get made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why do they get made, ultimately? Ultimately, that's a really good question. Isn't it though, yeah. But now, you know, who knows what's going to be happening in the future. But before that, of course, we've got to come back for Fantastic Four 2015, which I haven't seen since 2015. Yeah. We swore off it. <laughs> we did. We made a solemn vow, but we're happy to break that to do whatever this is. Yes, we could just not break the vow. <laughs> That's a good point. We might. We wouldn't be breaking a vow, and we wouldn't have to see a bad movie. How about this? Yes, this has to get twenty thousand likes, and we're not coming back. We're not doing it. How many likes do you normally get? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I genuinely wow, don't okay. know. I don't look at it. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. Either the entire internet's going to bound together and get us twenty thousand likes to make us suffer, or we're going to get like ten likes. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with either. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This, of course, is Caravan of Garbage. We do this every week. We have a Patreon where we throw up polls where people can choose what we get into next. Obviously, mm. next week is sorted. But after that, who even knows at this point? That's entirely up to you. That's right. Got another bad franchise to throw at us? We'll look at it. We'll unwillingly do it. Sure. Yeah. Sounds really good. Also, of course, we have a podcast where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. That comes out every Monday morning. Uh, look, if you're on the commute to, I was going to say work, if you're stuck at home, uh, <laughs> listen to it if you want. Yeah. Or if you're in the future where this fucking thing's over, great. Or mm-hmm. if you are you are stuck at home but you've decided to maintain a sense of sanity, you're going to go through all the normal motions of going to work. Yes, so yes. you have some sort of fantasy world where you get on the train, mm. except it's just your like your, your couch. Oh, you're a madman. And you're a madman <laughs> and you just, you just sort of mime everything. Like you just stand there. Like like holding the pole in the train yeah. for like forty five minutes. Sure. While you, while you can't you, get a seat. While you, you can't get a seat. While you, you not even in your deepest fantasies can you get a seat on the train. That's all you've ever wanted to get a seat on the train, but you never can. And then you get to work and you're bloody you're shattered as usual. You have to do the whole thing for eight hours. Anyway, if you're doing that, just listen to the podcast. It's a perfect have a, opportunity. Have a grand time, you know. That very specific thing. That's this right. is the perfect opportunity. I think there's a bunch of people like that out there. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Let us know if you did that. Yeah, please. <laughs> Anyways, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. See you next time. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you later. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.